The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of Lexington Community Radio or its board of directors. The views expressed are solely those of the programmers. You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can download the Radio Lex app on your smartphone device to listen to us anywhere in the entire world. You can also stream the show live on the web at radiolex.us. Amber Turner and I are both broadcasting from the Deborah Hensley Studios here at Radio Lex on North Limestone. It is August the 11th, 2022, 4.01 p.m. We are live. Amber, it's good to see you. How are you? Well, now that I'm in here, sorry, I was out in the hallway. Uh, you know, we got to experience our favorite thing today on the drive over. And that was? The school buses oh, are back. Don't even start. <laughs> I forgot that the school was coming back, folks. And the back to school signs, I've not really seen much. No. Not really seen many, but the school buses reminded me that school oh, yeah. is coming back in session. Where did the summer go? I have no clue. Time has flown by. That's that's the one thing about August I can't stand. If I had to put my top five worst months, mm-hmm. well, I don't have a top five worst. I would say the top, I'd say my most hated month is August. Yeah. It's it's because of school. It, now, is it just back to school because it's back to work or just back to school in general? Back to work. Back okay. to work. But I'm sure there's kids out there that go to school that will agree with me. I'm sure, you know, 20 years ago we would agree too. Yes. It's just a, it's just a really bad time. It is August. It is August. And what we are in what they call the dog days of summer, which means means it's notorious notorious for being warm. Oh, it's hot. It's hot outside. Oh, yes, it is. We're reaching temperatures of upwards of 85 to 90 degrees every day in August, and sometimes it even gets a little hotter than 90. It goes up to 95, 96, 98. Oh, yeah, my grass is feeling it. All right, so in good off-the-cuff fashion, Amber, every month uh-huh. I wanted to give the show facts about Ooh, that particular month. I love fun facts. Well, are you ready for some August facts? Always. August was once the sixth month of the year. Oh. Did you know that? Oh. Yes, yes, yes. In the Roman calendar, August was known as sextilis, the Latin word for six. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 700 B.C. when January and February were added to the calendar, and it bumped August to the eighth. Month. Well, yes. Did you know that at one point in time there was 30 days in August, and at one point in time there was 29 days in August? Well, well, what happened there? Well, it says here that uh, Julius Caesar changed it back to 31 when he came into power because he just he liked hotter days and he wanted to uh, keep Stand August it. longer. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way it works, Julius Caesar. <laughs> uh, the month was named in honor of Augustus Caesar. Okay. Yes, Augustus Caesar, mm-hmm. the Roman emperor and adopted son of Julius Caesar. Well, look at there. Yes. No other month with the same starting day. So August is the only month of the year yeah. where it starts on a different day. 
Yeah, what do you mean? It says here's um, in a regular in a regular year, no other month starts on the same day of the week as August. Yeah. Oh. Well, yes. uh, the two zodiac signs that represent the month of August. Do you know what they are? Ooh, is that Leo and Virgo or you Pisces? Are correct. Okay, look always at me. go with the first instinct. I gotta trust your gut. Uh, Period ought is the birthstone for August. Sure, I take your word on that one. Period ought. <laughs> August is for holidays and vacations, okay? They say here, studies say that more people go on vacation in August than any other month of the year. Yeah. Uh, it says here that there are many strange days that are celebrated in August. August 3rd is the National Watermelon Day. Hey. August 10th is National Lazy Day. Well, that was my day. Which was yesterday. Yeah, well. Did you, get, did you get lazy? Absolutely. And then August 16th, which hasn't happened yet, is National Roller Coaster Day. I'm not doing that one. And you don't like roller coasters? We're not doing this again. I almost died. <laughs> and finally, August 28th is National Bowtie Day. Oh, we should celebrate that one. Bowties, though, I, not everybody can pull them off. Well, it reminds me of Problem Child. Yes. You know, he, he wore one. They used to be made fun of a lot. <laughs> yes, but they fashion did. has brought it to the forefront of being kind of cool to wear. Well, it's like if you're a dude at a formal event and you want people to look at you, wear a bow tie. All right. Uh, it says here that August is the month of sandwiches. Okay. Because the sandwich was invented in August of 1762 when the... Earl of Sandwich, yes, he's a real guy, Earl Sandwich, requested two pieces of bread with meat inside. Well, so they call it the sandwich. I wonder if it was turkey. Well, since he's the guy who requested the sandwich, mm-hmm. I get it that he gets credit, but shouldn't the cook get credit too? <laughs> for putting it together. For putting it together. Well, maybe because the idea was his. August is also the month of weeds. Okay, what kind of weeds? Not weed, but weeds. Oh, okay. In the days of the... Angelo Saxons, August was known as Weod Month Day, or Weed Month, as we call it here in, in America, because it was when weeds and plants grew the fastest. Well, we need the weed man in Weed Month. So if your plants are not at its peak right now, then you are probably not going to see much more bloom than what is already there. Yeah. Because right now it should be hitting its peak. The birth flowers of August, Amber, is um, August is represented by two unique flowers, actually. The okay. first is called the gladius, okay. which is a bright and vivacious flower. And then the second is the poppy. Is that the gladiolas? I'm not sure. But the poppy, <laughs> yeah. isn't that what Dorothy fell asleep in <laughs> in The Wizard of Oz was poppies? Probably. The most famous speech ever given was in August, on August the 28th, 1963. That was the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King Jr. And he gave that speech on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. 250,000 people showed up for that. Woo! Now, I teach public speaking. Yeah. And I teach people to, you know, ignore the, uh, you know, ignore your, uh, the the sheer number of people in the audience. 250K. That's a lot of people. That's a lot to ignore. Can't ignore them. So there were two major world events that destroyed entire cities in August. On August 24th, 24th, 79 AD, uh, Mount Vervacious erupted, destroying the city of Pompello and its citizens. Oh, okay. And on August 6, 1945, the U.S. deployed the first atomic bomb on the Japanese cities Hiroshima and Nagasaki. 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 
There were some famous Leos born in August, Amber. The yeah. 44th president, Barack Obama, was born on August 4th. And seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady was born on August 3rd. Oh, goodness. Uh, the first man on the moon was also born in August, on August 5th. That's Neil Armstrong. The famous Virgos in August, basketball hero Kobe Bryant, was okay. August 23rd. The king of pop, Michael Jackson, was on August 29th. And uh, Warren Buffett, who is the big business tycoon, mm-hmm. he was born in August the 30th. Uh, the name August can be a boy or girl name. Yes. I'm, what do you? How do you feel about names that can be boy and girl names? No, I don't like that. Because it can get confusing. It can get confusing, and I don't want to offend anyone. Well, what if you started dating somebody mm-hmm. with a girl name? What do you You'd mean? You'd feel a little self-conscious. Like, I don't know, if you dated somebody named Stacy. I mean, because Stacy, because Stacy is a is a, a predominantly known to be a female name, but it but can be both. both. But it know. can be both. Yeah, like uh, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly can be a girl and and boy and name. A male. But, yeah, but like if I said I was dating Kelly, you'd probably think a girl. But if you said you were dating somebody named Kelly, they're yeah. automatically going to think, well, who is she? <laughs> right? I don't, or am I wrong? I don't know. You're I don't know. <laughs> My husband's name's Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> I like crazy names. There were two famous icons that died in August. Elvis Presley died August 4th, 19th. Uh, I'm sorry. Elvis Presley died August 16th, 1977. Marilyn Monroe died Ooh. August 4th, 1962. Okay. Uh, Columbus set sail in August of 1942 or 1492. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not 19. <laughs> but those are some August facts, Amber. Yeah. So happy August, everybody. August the 11th, already 11 days into it. I know. Flying by. I'm sure there's some weirdo out there that says that August is their favorite month. Oh, absolutely. Probably my husband. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah. He would be the guy that liked August. He would. But we have a big show today for you folks. There's so much I want to talk about. There's so much that's been happening in my life. There's so much that's been happening in in just uh, the last couple of things that's been on Off the Cuff. The Max Duffy interview uh, went over very well. Uh, Got a lot of views from that. Got a lot of listeners tuning in to listen to that interview. And I also appeared on Max's show, Pin It Deep. You did. Which also has garnered a lot of views. (laughs) And I know from the Twitter account that I have, the hate mail is off the chain. Yeah, we got lots of fans. But I'm going to talk about that later in the show. So stick around, ladies and gentlemen. We have lots more off the cuff coming at you live after these words. Stick with us. Everybody to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Here on Off the Cuff, we have been discussing the greatest one-hit wonders that have ever been. We discussed the one-hit wonders of the 2010s. We discussed the best one-hit wonders of the 2000s. We discussed the best one-hit wonders of the 1990s. A couple of weeks ago, we discussed the best one-hit wonders of the 1980s. And now, ladies and gentlemen, on today's show, we are going to talk about the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s. Now, this was a more difficult (laughs) decade to go back to because I was not alive during this decade, nor was Amber. But their music, something that I have learned about this decade, 
A lot of good music come from this decade. Oh, a lot of good music. And that's why this music has lived on. When I play some of these one-hit wonders on this segment, you're going to know the song. I hope so. Well, it was a hit. Now, to be a one-hit wonder, you have to be an artist that is known for really only one piece of work. There was only really one thing that you did as an artist that you're known for. That's what classifies you as a one-hit wonder. Now, we're not hating on one-hit wonders. We love one-hit wonders. I love one-hit wonders. we got to start the list with Wild Cherry. Play that funky music. He was definitely a one-hit wonder. (laughs) It was one of the most popular songs of the 1970s. You would think that a song this popular that lives on this long, you would think that it would still that the artist who created this would still be around. But he's not. (laughs) Well, I mean, you put that much goodness into one song, man, it's hard to replicate. All right, let's continue on with the list. Next on the list of one of the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s is this little tune. You'll know it from certain movies. was a band that came out with this 1975 hit. I think Happy Gilmore when I hear the song. What do you think of? Definitely Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Best soundtrack probably to a movie ever. You might not know who sings it, but you know the song. Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's magic. All right, next on the list, ladies and gentlemen, one of the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s. Ram Jam came out with this classic in 1977. Now, this was a song that was remade. This song, Black Betty, goes back to 1939. And it was called Lead Betty. Or Lead Belly, I'm sorry. But Ram Jam came out and redid the song, Black Betty. And now this is what everybody remembers and what everybody hears. I have fond memories of this song. I remember being a teenager. Just turning 16, blasting this, and doing donuts in the Hazard Flea Market (laughs) parking lot. Listening to this song. Of course it was the flea market. This peaked at number 18 on the Hot 100. But after this song... Ram Jam never came out with another one that hit the charts. Well, they put out one good jam, leave them be. All right, next on the list is a huge one-hit wonder, and this might be one of the most popular songs of 1970s, and it's going to have to go to Everybody was Mr. Carl Douglas, Those kids were who came out with Kung Fu Fighting in 1974. In this song hit number one on the Hot 100, and it helped increase the popularity of martial arts. Oh, I'm sure. That's amazing, isn't it, that music can increase an entire sport? Yeah, well, I mean, makes me want to kung fu. This song defined the music career of Carl Douglas. He earned modest success in the UK, but he's just lived off the popularity in the US off this one track. (laughs) 
Who has not heard of this I song? I was going to say, there is nobody in this world that has not heard this song. Now, you know, folks, when you hear this, you now know that Carl Douglas sings it, and he was a one-hit wonder. <laughs> now, Amber, you're going to love the next song that I play because you and me sing this song almost on a daily basis. <laughs> and it come out in 1979. is the one-hit wonder who sang Ring My Bell in 1979. It was a number one hit. Now, there's a lot of controversy about this song. People are really trying to study the lyrics. What does the lyrics mean? There's controversy saying that these lyrics are have a sexual meaning, but I think people just want to believe always the juicy stuff. Yeah. It's really lyrics about calling her phone. Ringing her bell. Oh, like call me on the phone, Be- ring my bell. Because this song was originally wrote for an 11-year-old to sing. Oh, mama. I couldn't imagine an 11-year-old. Oh, no. <laughs> but Anita Ward is saying ring my bell, and everybody's like, well, what's... what's What bell you need ringing? What's a bell? Ring my bell. Do, are my line, do we sing that all the time? Well, I would say you actually undersold it. I think it's an everyday thing. The boys are back in town or goes on the list next. This song was by Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy was one of Rolling Stone's 500 greatest songs of all time. Or this song was Rolling Stone's. One of its greatest songs of all time. But... This song was their only hit. It's a classic, though. It's a good one. You know that chick that used to dance a lot? All right, next on the list as one of the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s. And it, it comes from a time when I think that Back in the 70s, there was a lot of music to dance to. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the times, it was hard to find a track that wanted people to get out on the dance floor. Yeah. So this next hit is going to be uh, what people like to get up and dance to. It come out in 1974 by The Knack, and it is My Sharona, (laughs) which a lot of people will mistake as My Corona. Well, because in the 19 or in the 2020 COVID year, yeah, a lot of people did remakes of this song and called it My Corona. My Corona, when in fact he's just saying My Sharona, <laughs> and my computer is not wanting to play it. But you kind of get the drift of <laughs> what the song sounds like. All right, come. Oh, here we go. There we go. Does this not make you want to get up and dance? You're over there dancing right now. When it comes to this beat, you want to get up and dance. And in the 70s, I could see people cutting a rug to this. Oh, yes. 
My, but don't you remember the my Corona? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Corona. corona. Dun, dun, dun. My Corona. My, 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 my. All right, next. <laughs> On the list. And I promise, folks, this is going to end soon. <laughs> it is by Mountain. They came out with this hit, Mississippi Queen, in 1970. Leslie West was the guitarist in this song. He was one of the, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And he made a name for himself in Mountain. I guess Mountain's his band. Uh, sure. Well, I don't know, because Mountain, <laughs> Mountain didn't do anything else other than oh, yeah. Mississippi Queen. You've heard the song, though. Absolutely. All right, next on the list as one of the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s comes from 1972, King Harvest, uh, Dancing in the Moonlight. Do you know how that song goes? (laughs) Dancing in the moonlight. That's the only part I know. (laughs) And then finally, uh, the last one on the list would be well, if let's see if Dancing in the Moonlight will play. There we go. Oh, yeah. See, that's why it's so important for me to play this music, because if I just sing the lyrics, nobody's going to know what I'm saying. I would have had no clue. Yeah, because I'm sitting here trying to explain what it is, but folks... Out of all days for my computer to mess up, it's messing up when I have all these music clips, and it's not wanting to play anything. Like, I'm hitting play, and nothing happens. Well, it's getting there. It's just slow today. So what do you do? But that was a uh, Dancing in the Moonlight. It hit number 13. That was its peak on the chart, which didn't crack the top 10, but top 25 is a huge accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Think about how many songs are released in the world. Oh, my word. All right. The next song and the final song for one of the greatest 1970s one-hit wonder would be Stiller's Wheel with this song, Stuck in the Middle with You. Come out in 1973. I can't listen to this song without thinking of Reservoir Dogs. I knew that's where you were going. If you've not seen the 1992 cult classic Reservoir Dogs by Quentin Tarantino, you have to watch it. It is... Well, first of all, it's directed by Quentin Tarantino, so you got to watch that. But this song is played while one of the guys in the movie dances around before he kills one of the guys. Yeah. Stuck in the middle with you. Gosh. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s. Amber, do you think we covered them all? Oh, I don't think we'd ever be able to cover them all. I feel like the 70s just had a plethora of one-hit wonders. And, you know, you said it, the, the good dance music. I have never had music make me dance like some of the 70s songs. Right. Well... 
the, it was like I said, it was getting harder and harder to come up with these. So I'm going to ask, should we continue with the 60s or should we draw a line? Absolutely no. So go down to the 60s. I think we can go to the 60s. You know, I like to keep my thermostat there anyway. Right. So, so. And then, and then call it a draw the line with the 60s. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to do a investigating on the 50s. All right. Let me investigate it first. And if there's enough to bring to the table, <laughs> we'll do it. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is the best one-hit wonders of the 1970s. We still have lots more off the cuff coming at you live. So stick with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Some loving had me a blast. Everybody to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Amber, Olivia Newton-John, who famously portrayed Sandy in the movie Grease, has sadly passed away. Grease may be one of the most famous movies to ever exist. Hands down, one of the best musicals to ever exist. Oh, absolutely. But Olivia Newton-John, she was an Australian singer, and she was one of the biggest pop stars of the 1970s. She died at the age of 73. She revealed in September 2018 that she was treating cancer at the base of her spine, and it was her third cancer diagnosis. So, I would assume that she probably lost her battle with cancer, and that's what eventually took her out. I don't think they've said officially, but I would I would assume. I don't think there has been an official word of what happened, but it's very sad. I mean, this song, you hear it, you think of... Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Do you remember in eighth eighth grade, grade, we as an eighth grade class did Grease. We did. And we did this scene from Grease. And it was amazing. And I played Danny. You were, out of all people, you were Danny. What do you mean out of all people? (laughs) What do you mean out of all people? I was the main star of the show. And... They had to spray paint my hair black. And that's why I said, of all people, you were Danny. Because, folks, in grade school, my hair was literally white. White. It was so blonde. Snow white. So we had to audition for the role. We did. And we all participated in it. I would love to, if anybody I went to school with still has that video and you're listening to this show, please let me see it. Uh, Well, me too. I'm in it too. You are in it. Who did you play? I was Jan, the one that had pigtails. I mean, no pun intended to have them again today. Yes. It, it was a great, great. I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, it was fun because we all came together. We, of course, we lip synced, but it was fun. We were all out there dancing, having a good old time. Well, just if you look at Greece and you look at like just the music from Greece and just it being the the musical that it is, can you get a more popular? Can you have a more popular? Can you have a more popular musical than Grease? No, I don't know. Like one that's going to hold my attention, you know, from beginning to end. Grease was able to do that. When you see the music and you hear the music, you think Grease. I'm at the fair with them. (laughs) It was... 
and I'm losing control. I was such a good dandy. <laughs> I think there is a picture of you with your arm up and your leather jacket. <laughs> Where'd you get that coat at? For me? That's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> I love this scene in the movie, though, when they're doing this song. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm curious. Yeah. Do you think there's people out there our age that hasn't seen Grease? Oh, if you haven't seen it in your our age, mm-mm-mm, judging. I've seen this movie a million times, probably a million and one. This was one of my mom's favorite movies. She always had this movie on. Well, it's a good one to throw on. It's it, it, Like I said, it holds my attention from beginning to end. When you hear, like, this song, I remember this was the ending song, mm-hmm. and this really displays how talented the cast of Grease was. For them to be able to sing together and in sync with, all, with each other, that's talent. Yes. Opened up the door for shows like Glee. Grease opened up the door for High School Musical. <laughs> Grease opened. Grease was the original High School Musical. No, I agree with you. You wanted to go to school with these people. Do you have a favorite song from Greece? Um, hopelessly devoted to you. I love that one. So, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah. That is Olivia Newton-John's solo song. It is. Listen at what a voice. Guess my is not the She had a such a clean, elegant voice. Yeah, she was very proper. My favorite song from Greece is <laughs> this one by by Rizzo. Rizzo. Rizzo was my favorite character. She was mean. She was mean, but she was somebody who should get who should have got a spinoff. <laughs> she was the girl who. The wore, bully. She wore. She smoked cigarettes. Uh-huh. She was kind of the the Promiscuous. girl. The girl that got around. Yeah. And in the fifties, because that's when the grease was set, it was really looked down upon to be a girl that went around. Oh yeah. I don't drink. I swear. I don't rat my And in this song, she's making fun of the proper Sandy. <laughs> so she's just Sandy went to the bathroom uh-huh. during a sleepover. So. But now she's getting her ears pierced. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you making fun of me, Riz? Oh, some people are so touchy. I told you I've seen this movie a million times. <laughs> I know what you want to do. You've got your crust. I know I'll change the lust. I'm just plain Sandy. <laughs> but that is Grease. Let's talk about some of the best musicals, Amber, that are out there. Of course, Grease. Oh, yeah. 
hairspray. Oh, I love hairspray, and I'm talking about the what 88, 89 Ricky Lake version. Okay, that's that's the one I love. But John Travolta was in the remake of Hairspray, also. Well, there's also The Wizard of Oz. Oh. I wouldn't have even thought of that one as a musical. I don't know why. It totally is, though. Uh, it absolutely is. The Sound of Music. Yes. Moulin Rouge. Yes. What about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, oompa doompa. Oompa bee boop. <laughs> Annie. Annie. Mary Poppins. Yes. But are any as good as Grease? No. 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 That's why so many people will still flock to the stage to see Grease reenacted. Because it's still a great musical. And if you haven't seen the movie, folks, you got to check it out. Oh, it's so good. But it's very sad to hear about Olivia Newton-John. Especially somebody that you watched in that movie growing up. It's very sad. But... Amber, I know you have to have heard this story before. What is the deal with the men that she marries? Oh gosh! Be- because she's had a couple of uh-huh. a couple of things happen. Uh-huh. So her first husband cheated on her uh-huh. with her nurse. Oh. Is that what it was? I don't know about who he cheated with, but and then. She got remarried, and the guy disappeared overnight one night. <laughs> yes. And like, was never found. Like, faked his death? Faked his death. Yeah. His belongings, including his car keys, passport, and wallet, were found on the on a boat. Because he says he was on a fishing trip, overnight fishing trip. And... He's, I guess, faked his death. He said Greece was the word. <laughs> Got out of there. But what in the world? I have no clue. Lost at sea? Uh, I think that's honestly what they said for the longest time. But wasn't he finally, like, didn't they finally find him? And he was basically like, I just, I ran away. I think he was, fa- like. Oh, they did Yeah, find later him. in life they found him. So, was she that hard to live with? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, I ain't never had a man fake his death. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm still young, though. That's pretty bad that if you are so hard to live with that a man fakes his own death. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is very sad to hear about Olivia Newton-John, and I just wanted to uh, touch on her death. Oh, you know I loved her. Named a cat after her and everything. Really? Yeah, Crookie. That was her real name, was Olivia Newton-John. I don't reckon. I do. Hmm. Well, it says here that her husband left a on a boat trip in 2005 with 22 passengers and crew members. And when the boat came back, his stuff was there, but he wasn't on it. Yeah. So I guess they assumed that he either fell off the boat or jumped off, but... He probably just walked off the boat when he got home. <laughs> right? I'll find the update story, because I'm pretty sure they located him years later. But that's so weird that that's... She got cheated on, which I'm not saying that's her fault. But. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take Off the Cuff's Song of the Week break. Sit back, relax. We'll be right back.
This song, did it come from a TV show? I don't think so. So is is this the original score of the song? Like she created this music? It's Suzanne Vega? Yeah. I'm- I'm not sure. I just know there's like a thousand remixes to this song. There is. All there's of there's one out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right it, now in 2022. In, in 2022, there's a rapper that's a. this has been sampled to death. Yeah, I think it's called like. Wait, that's the name of the song? Of the rappers. That's what, that's what he names it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a quick break. We still have one more segment to go, so stick with us. We'll be right back. everybody to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Last segment of the hour, it is 444. My heart, thoughts, prayers still go out to the families of Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Just an update on that. The death count still remains at 37, but it will rise to 38. once they include the high school student from Knott County. Yes, that I did died. see that. What happened there? I think he was cleaning. He was out trying to help, you know, clean up the mess and started feeling sick and they took him to the hospital and well, we know how it ended. That's still tragic uh, to, to even wrap your head around it. it. It's very sad. But we are now in recovery mode in Eastern mm-hmm. Kentucky, just trying to get things back to normal. It's going to take time. Absolutely. It's not an overnight process, and it will take time. Uh, but the only uh, thing to do is just to start. Yep. Insurance companies might be the most corrupt people I've ever <laughs> come, come encounter with. It amazes me that you can pay for insurance. Mm-hmm. And when you go to claim it, they're like, yeah, but that's not the type of insurance you had. We all, well, we, maybe it's, you needed this and not that. They'll say things like, oh, you flooded with five feet of water. You only have insurance of four, up to four feet of water. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff they like to play. Oh, I know it. And it's amazing that you can pay these insurance companies thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and then when it's time to use insurance, mm-hmm. they don't want to pay you anything. No. Isn't that corrupt? Oh, this is a vicious cycle that we've been stuck in for the longest time. Yes. So shame on the insurance companies that are out here doing this. Amber, I went home to Eastern Kentucky mm-hmm. uh, this past week and got to visit uh, some of the devastation. I went to Hymond, yeah. uh, which is where my high school was located. Your high school was located. I got to go inside the high school, look around. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Just that in itself, being on the high school, yeah. being on that campus was weird. Did you feel like you were 17 again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do. You go right back to that. Yeah. I didn't like it. Well. I I walked around, seen my old locker, seen some old classrooms. But yeah, it was it was something being on your old stomping ground. I got to walk into some of the old elementary schools. I walked into Hyman Elementary, yeah, which is not where I went to school, but I got to see some of that devastation in there. It was completely wrecked. They got hit really hard. They did. Serve Pro is taking care of them and Hyman. Uh, they're doing a really good job. They've got all the tile out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they're going to put new tile in, which is sad because... You know, even at North Central, they have all the old tile ripped up. Yeah. But 
that <laughs> tile is the tile that we walked on in high school. It is. Not our freshman year. No, I think when we came back the next year, our sophomore year. Our freshman year, they had that old tile. It was, yeah, it was a construction zone. And what's funny is when I walked in after yeah. this devastation, you know what floor was still down? The the old tile. The original tile. They just put new tile <laughs> over top of it. No, I bet you really felt like it was 2002 again, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes. But uh, it, it is going to take time. It really is. I got to help my dad do some cleaning, cleaned out his garage, and take help him as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just going to take times. But guys, it, it, we're resilient. Mountain people are resilient, and you and you will get through it. Amber, before we go, I want to address all of the hoopla that has been happening <laughs> in my life. So I went, as you know, on mm-hmm. the Pennant Deep podcast, mm-hmm. which is a KSR podcast with Max Duffy, Miles Butler, and Brent, their producer, and I, Wayne Staff, I believe his last name is. Yeah. And I went on their show and talked about Mark Stoops. Yeah. And I just gave my opinion. Mm-hmm. Lord God Almighty, boys. <laughs> I just gave my opinion. Yeah. And what amazes me is mm-hmm. how mad people get when you don't when they don't agree with you. No, it's like you stole their pot money. It, it was almost like I said something about their mom. Their mommy, their daddy. Well, it was Mark Stoops must be their daddy <laughs> because they got mad like they were defending their daddy. Now listen. Unless I'm talking about your mommy or your daddy, don't get so mad. Now, listen, he may be your daddy. Yeah. And with, after reading some of the hate mail that I got, it sounds like that Mark Stoops is a lot of y'all's daddy. <laughs> because the hate mail that I received yeah. was off the chain. So they mentioned it on Kentucky Sports Radio. Yeah. They talked about it yesterday. Max went on and Matt Jones asked him. I think the thing that he was more interested in than anything was... Why did you bring this guy on? This guy. He kept yeah. calling me this guy. Oh, yeah. Well, I am this guy, uh-huh. Adam Banks. And the reason he brought me in was because how interesting would the show have been if I would have got on the show and talked about how wonderful and great <laughs> Mark Stoops is? Yeah. Nobody would have cared snooze fest. I just love the the comments people are saying and here we are what a month in and still getting getting talked about. I mean because people got so riled up over it. So folks, go and listen to the episode from KSR yesterday, August 10th. It was in the second hour, mm-hmm. right at the beginning. He talked about it. And then if you haven't listened to Max's podcast on Pin It Deep, uh, you can listen to my interview from that, which was a great one. Which was a good interview. I think I, th- I think that I handled myself well. Uh, you did, and I stated facts. Well, people don't like facts. On KSR, they were on there saying that I said Mark Stoops hasn't beat Florida or Tennessee. Yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> the good thing about audio is you can go back and really hear what uh-huh. I said. I said he has beat them. Two and seven Mm -hmm. is his record against Tennessee and Florida, and everybody's acting like he's this amazing (laughs) coach making $8 million a year. But Max released his newest podcast on Pennant Deep, and I want to play a clip from it. Now, this is not the episode that I was on, but I would like to play a clip where they addressed my appearance on the show. Take a listen. Yeah, that's what you're hanging out for. But, um, yes... We must talk about the great Adam Banks that came onto this show. Can, I, uh, can we preface everything by saying, personally, we like Adam Banks. 
Like, he, yes. He's kind of getting shit on on Twitter, but like he's a really uh, nice guy. He's not just getting shit on. They're basically asking Eviscerate. Andy Bashir to hang him in the streets in front of everyone. Dude, Will you stop with that? They are. They want public hang execution. That, I, have you seen some of the tweets? There was a poll that said, is this guy the biggest idiot in Kentucky? Yes and yes. <laughs> like, that was, that was the hate that he was getting. The funny if thing you was... haven't listened, go back to last week and listen to Adam Banks' take on why Mark Stoops is not a good coach, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but the funny thing was, he came in and he's like, I don't really have anything. And I was like, but you said it. And he's like, I know, I'm going to go with it, but I don't have much. And I'm like... Well, that's on you, man. You, you, this is your time to shine. And he just ended the show and was like, I had nothing, and I knew you guys were going to be prepared. <laughs> and the, the feedback on Twitter has been absolutely hilarious. Have you had people texting you about it? I have had people writing in onto our Twitter constantly. Uh -huh. Matt Jones, the, the god of KSR, <laughs> he's had people texting him in constantly saying, what were they doing getting this guy on the show? Like, don't let them do that, and like things like this. Uh, I think he's going to talk about it in one of his shows this week. But uh, I've had distant family members I haven't talked to in, like, years or, like, friends I haven't talked to in years who literally were like, who in the hell was this guy? And I was just like, that's the most feedback we've got on anything outside of maybe, like, when we had Stoops and did the swirl. Well, Mark, just Mark, insane. Mark Stoops texted me and said, who is this Adam Banks? Send me a picture <laughs> because I'm going to give it to – I'm going to give his photo and his address to Buff, Coach mm, Buff, Buff. And, uh, and he will never be seen again. So – uh, Adam, if I was you, I'd be locking the doors and putting yep. up the bulletproof glass at the moment. <laughs> uh, but we do kind of uh, – we did set him up for that. So let's try and be a bit nicer to him on Twitter, yeah. please. Uh, he was great to come on. It me. was yeah. great for him to come on and take one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my life. But, hey. There we go. <laughs> so it, it has caused a little bit of a ruckus. Oh, my goodness. It has caused a little bit of a ruckus. And <clears> – <throat> Of course, Matt Jones talked about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just, uh, I just want to know how I can access this poll of you're the biggest idiot in the state. <laughs> can I vote in this? So I'm gonna vote no. So I looked for it. Oh yeah. Is is he telling the truth? I don't know. I don't know about that one. But <laughs> I just couldn't believe that it was. Uh, it was that much talked about. Uh, well, they just, they're cracking me up, calling for Andy Brashear to come and find you. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now here is the clip from yesterday's KSR show. Uh, take a listen. <laughs> I like your description. It's near the Long John well, Silvers thought, that closed down. I thought it was ridiculous that Long John Silvers even, even exists. Who does fast food fish? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Long John Silver started in Lexington. Oh, I'm sorry. To Long John and his silver. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, let's do it. So, so Max is back with the Pin It Deep podcast. Um, it's going to be very exciting this year. We have a, a bonus this year that we can't talk about yet, but when it's announced, it's going to be huge. But a lot of people got mad, Max, because you had a guest on last week. Who I want to say to all of you, you need if you want to get yourself worked up, listen to the first episode of the Pennant Deep Podcast. You brought a guy on who was very anti-Mark Stoops, and I have had people write me over and over going, "What is wrong with Max? Why did he put that guy on?" So explain why you put the guy on. Well, you know, you've got to have differing opinions every now and then, and then if you know me and Miles and Brent can make ourselves look like the good guys, you bring in the bad guy, chuck him on, and. You know, listen to his opinion. Now, did we take any of it in? No. Tell did people we? what he said. 
He said that as far as he was concerned, Mark Stoops is way overrated as a coach. Uh, he gets way more respect than is due because he's not able to beat Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, schools like that. And uh, basically, if we don't win the SEC this year, uh, we, he should be moved on. But he has beat Florida. I mean, no one <laughs> right. beat Florida. Okay, but hold on, Drew. Hold on, hold on. I didn't say that he that he hasn't beat Florida. I said that he needs to con- improve on that record. Mm-hmm. Their, their record's 2-7. and seven. Just go back and listen to the audio. For 30-something years, and he's done it a couple times. Correct. He uh, beat Tennessee twice, and we hadn't beaten them in forever. I said that. that. Hey. person watched football. Uh, we questioned him. Now, why did you have him on? Tell people <laughs> how you ended up scheduling this guy, because this is a very max thing to do. Well, we were at OVW, and we'd had a bit of country boy and a guy walked up to us and said uh how's it going i said great and he said i don't like mark stoops i said all right well <laughs> that, that's a great way to introduce yourself um I, I mean i'm not sure if i like you yet and he said uh well i have a radio show would you like to come on it i said i'll tell you what if you say that on the radio, uh, on your radio show, I'll bring you in and you can be on my podcast and I'll be on your radio show. And he said, sure, let's do it. I like that that... <laughs> but that is <laughs> the talk. So this has been the talk of the town. I know. Look at you. Yes. Causing chaos. Mark Stoops, he has uh, his work cut out for him this year. Oh, yeah. And I will be here to criticize. Oh, and I am looking forward to see what he is able to do or not do because I have a feeling that you might be a little more right than people wanted to admit. And if I am, mm-hmm. are people going to call me a football genius? <laughs> well, I don't know. Is there going to be a new poll? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that about wraps up another episode of Off the Cuff. You can check us out next week. Same place, same time right here on WLXU 93.9. If you liked today's episode, you can download it on podcast and all of our previous episodes. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can follow the co-host, Amber, on social media at Ambu447. You can follow me, the host, on social media at The Adam Banks. You can follow Off The Cuff on social media at Off The Cuff with Adam Banks. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Amber Turner. I'm Adam Banks, and this is Off The Cuff. We will see you next week from 4 to 5.